0: we Uh, we in the marbles. in the marbles. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 40 of In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. My name is Soda. You can find me on Twitter at Soda underscore Hunter. And I am Ethan. You can find me on Twitter at Viva Ethan. 40. I bet we have the same person in mind. Who comes to mind when you hear number 40?
1: I absolutely guarantee we have the same person in mind. I think of that beautiful number 40 Sterling Marlin uh, Coors Light dodged the silver bullet.
0: Yeah, not that ugly blue and and weird tan colored one, but the the mountains. Yes. With the uh, fluorescent neon over the silver, like a metallic silver paint job. The silver and red. Oh, man, that was just, it was beautiful. Yeah, it's one of the best schemes I've ever ever made in NASCAR. Absolutely, NASCAR too. That was a uh, that scheme debuted with Dodge, I believe, in two thousand one when Dodge came back. I think that was the first time they ran that scheme. Yeah, I believe you're right. So, dude, we have a lot to talk about. So,
1: remember last week when I said, "Yeah, I have a secret question for you," and we can just erase anything we have going on Mm -hmm. for the first segment (laughs) so that's not going to happen uh we have so much it was like as soon as we stopped recording last week it was like all this new you know developments are just flooded us so i think we we might be pushing your uh secret question until next week i
0: would think i bet i mean we'll see okay we'll see i don't know if we'll go that long on this stuff but we could probably take up the first half of the show of it, anyway. Oh, for sure, yeah. So, first things first. What do, What do you reckon the biggest news that came out between last week and now? Ooh, the biggest news I, you,
1: Kevin Harvick announcing that this is his last season full time in NASCAR Cup Series. I would say, I think so.
0: I think so too. Yeah, that's. He's been there since 2001. Yeah. So this is 22 years now. Yep. But he's, he'll have uh, 23, nearly 23 full-time seasons. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Time flies. It really yeah. does. I remember he was... Uh, God, didn't he just come off of a championship in the Bush Series when he came to Cup? Yes, he actually won
1: uh, the... NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship in 2001, and I believe 2004.
0: That would be the number two AC Delco car in the 2001, correct? Correct, Correct. yes. Or 2000?
1: It wasn't 2000? Nope, it was 2001.
0: So he wound up winning the Bush Series Championship the year that he started Cup. Yes. Hmm. You cannot do that anymore. No, cannot, thanks to Kyle Busch. (laughs) Well, a few of them between Carl Edwards and Kevin Harvick and Greg Biffle. Yeah. You can't do any of that kind of stuff anymore. Yeah. Unfortunately not. Well, I mean, they really don't need to run both schedules full time for both titles. So, because you know, when you jump down, jump down to that series, you're going to have all the funding in the world and you're going to get the top rides Which some of these develop developing drivers. They really could use those top rides. Yeah. You know, so I, now, if they own their own stuff, that's different, but I don't know. Okay. Remember when before I started, before we start recording, remember when I said my dog hates football? You hear him? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. TV going off. I was trying to watch the playoff game tonight, but nope. This dog hates people running around. That is wild. Nobody, have- nobody wants to watch Alabama football games with us anymore because all he does is bark every play.
1: So uh, you were telling me about this and I'm so like almost not shocked, but like it's so wild. So you're so Mac, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, Mac or Gus. I know it's one of the two. Uh, so he'll sit there and he'll watch TV. And, and if he, if he sees football players running on the field on the TV, he gets upset about that. Yeah. If
0: he sees anybody running, if he sees anybody running, because, In NASCAR, when they come down pit road, he barks at the crew members.
1: Oh my god! When they jump over
0: the wall and start changing the tire, he goes insane. That is wild. It's aggravating, is what it is. (laughs) Yeah. You just nobody wants to come over and watch watch football with us anymore because that's we get into the game and he's jumping, running up and down in front of the TV, barking at it. That is wild. I don't think I
1: have ever heard that before. That's really, really cool, actually. Well, I'm mean, probably it's, not for you guys, but it's just 4K TV. It's too realistic. Oh, man. <laughs> Talk about it. I, I, You've told me. And you know what? So has Mac. He has sold me on it. If it looks that realistic to an animal, to a pet, heck yeah, sign me up.
0: It, it doesn't help that I got an obscenely large TV. When we had a good tax return a couple years ago, it's a 75 inch TV. It's just, it's obscenely large. Yeah, there you go. Literally the biggest one we could afford that could fit inside our, our SUV to take it home.
1: You know, speaking of TVs, um, kind of getting back to it, Kevin Harvick, he did announce that this 2023 will be his last season. Full time. Full, right. Full time. Yeah, yeah, last full time season in NASCAR Cup series. But he did say that he will be doing TV mm-hmm. in 2024, kind of like what Clint Boyer, you know, did Dale Jr. did it. So uh very, very excited about that. What's your thoughts on that?
0: That kind of stuff happens a lot more nowadays than it used to. Like see, I'm trying to think growing up, you really didn't have any you had Buddy Baker. And Benny Parsons, I guess if you want to count Ned Jarrett, but he wasn't racing ever since like the 60s. That Wally Dallenbach was another one. Yeah. I mean, that was, that's when you were growing up.
1: Yeah, for <laughs> Wally sure. Wally Dallenbach was racing when I was
0: growing up. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um. Yeah, That that kind of, I feel like that really hit its stride where more and more drivers started going to TV. Yeah. on their off weekends or maybe when they retire or something, after Fox got a hold of it. Yeah, because sure. Fox and NBC got a hold of it. You saw more drivers jump over and do that. And, God, nowadays we got, I know Rusty Wallace does some MRN, doesn't he? I believe so, yes. Yeah. That's weird. That's so weird. I don't listen to MRN a whole lot, but you you hear it at the racetrack. And at at Talladega, you get to hear it for 45 seconds before the cars come back around. You know, so you get to listen to it a lot at Talladega and Daytona. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Hearing Rusty Wallace call races and stuff is so weird because you don't. I think I remember hearing him call an IndyCar race before. Didn't he used to do IndyCar on ESPN at one point? Ooh, see that? I'm not sure of. I don't know nothing about (laughs) Indy. I want to say he did, which was also weird. Like what's this dude doing doing you know indie cars? But right. Harvick seems okay in the booth though. I think one of the better ones is like I think you you have a good handle of who's one of the better commentators, uh more entertaining ones to listen to. I junior. And Alan Bestwick. I mean, I'm talking about race car drivers. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> Well, I don't Alan, like just, Alan Bestwick. Man.
1: Let the record show, I am a Bestwick forever. I am Alan Bestwick is the best, in my opinion, the greatest NASCAR commentator of all time.
0: I gotta go, with Bob Jenkins. Oh, oh that's wow, just, that's just that's what I grew up on. Yeah, you know, it's hey. like yeah. some people grow up in wrestling and they grow up on Grill Monsoon and Bobby Heenan, like I did, and that's the best. And then some people grew up with Jim Ross and Jr. Yeah. Oh, J- yeah jr is sure. J- jim ross and the king that's what i meant jr yeah. is jim ross
1: yeah we, we knew what you were meaning yeah for sure you know didn't
0: and catch it so some weirdos are gonna actually say it's michael cole oh, i don't know who oh. those people would be <laughs> golly holy moly but i don't know driver wise is i mean is that it is that dale, dale jr is that your favorite you
1: think? Um yeah, well, driver driver wise, um I I think Dale Jr. would be a good I think Clint Boyer's up there as well. Clint Boyer's good. Clint Boyer, uh, you know, it's kind of funny, like Clint Boyer's the comedic relief, while Dale Jr.'s, you know, really, really trying his best to be a com a color commentator for NASCAR. So I think it's it works really well. I just wish they would do it together.
0: Yeah. Clint Boyer actually the only combo I really associate him with is Jeff Gordon. Yes, which yes. that worked. That worked okay. Jeff Gordon wasn't the best at it, but he he did he did a really good job with Clint. Like that dynamic worked. Absolutely, yeah. I don't like the Dale Jr. and Jeff Burton dynamic. I it, think uh, it kind yeah. of feels the same.
1: Yeah, I yeah I know exactly what you're saying. I I feel that.
0: They don't they don't play off of each other as much as like Clinton Jeff did. Yeah, that's I, I, just me personally. That's the, the way I feel watching it.
1: For sure. So other than Kevin Harvick making news, we had a lot more uh, to cover. Travis Pastrana was he announced that he is going to attempt to qualify for the Daytona Five Hundred racing for twenty three eleven racing. Has he ever made a Cup start? He has. He has.
0: I, like He actually made the race.
1: Oh, you know what? I don't know if it was Cup or if it was Xfinity.
0: Now, he's made Xfinity. I know. He was in that ugly number 60 car. Like, really colorful, ugly number 60 for Roush. Yes. But, God, that was, what, 12 years ago? It, it was a long time ago. That's one name I did not think I would hear again. The nascar i will give you that that news actually shocked me it'd be like danica patrick coming back to try this race to me i mean it would be the same way he crashes as much he definitely does uh but to
1: answer your question i had to google it because that's a really good question travis pastrana he obviously he has had uh debut or debuts uh races in the mm-hmm. nascar xfinity series but this will be his attempt to make his debut in the nascar cup series
0: that's wild I, i'm i not really understanding the logic and putting him behind the wheel of a 2311 gar yeah i don't really understand it i i really uh, honestly i really don't
1: know um it's you know for anybody that doesn't know by now uh 2311 racing is co-owned by michael jordan the nba legend and denny hamlin who is also uh in our news but uh i mean travis pastrana racing for michael jordan like man and all these people are sitting here saying that nascar's dying i, well, I feel like nascar's thriving
0: i think the pastrana thing is just for money oh like, i mean yeah. i feel like the only reason why he had, like, I feel like he has a deal and he wants to race the Daytona 500. I personally don't think he'll qualify because I don't think he's that good at stock cars, but he wants to race the Daytona 500. So he probably had the sponsor deal with all this money and he shopped it around and 2311, they took it. That's what I personally feel happened there because. There's been no indication that this was even a thing, yeah, with anybody, right? Until like, as we record, what three days ago? Yeah, just out of the blue, just out of nowhere.
1: It was very left field for yes. sure, and it, it just it a, really was such a random name to Travis Pastrana. Like, I mean, we all know that he, you know, as we've said, he has made you know uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series races, but. Yeah, like you said, he, he really wasn't that. He wasn't that stellar.
0: He's like, a specialty's rally, isn't it? Yeah, is that it, or is it? It's it's a little bit of all sorts of off road and um, dirt bikes, <sighs> dirt bikes too, is it? Yeah, because I know he did a bunch of the Red Bull stuff. Yeah, like the the, the challenges and, and stuff or whatever. Um, God, I think he had a. Was it him that had the nitro circus? Yes. Yeah, he's he's, he's almost a stunt driver, in a way. Yeah, almost. the way he drives, the way kind of things he races.
1: Just- yeah, I totally agree with you one hundred percent. I, I don't know. I I agree with you. Uh, I don't think he's gonna make the Daytona five hundred, but I feel like <laughs> I don't he, either. If he does, I feel like he would definitely make it interesting,
0: not entertaining, but interesting if he does, I'll know where I'm looking for the crash. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, especially <laughs> with
1: these next gen cars, man, like these, yes. and I would consider, um, Travis Strawn, a, a celebrity. I feel like he knows what he's doing behind the wheel of, you know, certain race cars, but not, not these next gen cars. Uh, no, no,
0: he, <laughs> he was crashed in the Xfinity cars back when they were, um, back when they were easier to drive. Yes. So, yeah. And,
1: you know, I mean, but good on 2311 racing for seeing an opportunity, trying to, you know, uh, trying to execute that. But also, speaking of 2311 racing, about 30 minutes ago, Tyler, Redick, I don't know if you saw this, Tyler Reddick posted a video on Instagram. And for everybody that doesn't know, right now, they're doing uh, some of the NASCAR drivers are doing testing. Uh, I think at
0: CODA, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Is it Coda? I don't know. Yeah, they're
0: I haven't. At, I haven't seen any cup testing yet.
1: It, it's at uh, some sort of
0: road course. That's good testing for Daytona. Yes.
1: Yeah, they're <laughs> testing. They're testing the next gen car at a road course for Daytona. No, <laughs> it's uh, a little bit <laughs> off the wall, but they are uh, testing at some sort of road course. I want to say it's Coda. Uh, Tyler Reddick who announced earlier in the in the season that he was supposed to go to 2311 racing in 2024 yet the kyle bush uh situation happened so 2311 racing bought out tyler reddick's contract at rcr
0: Mm. opening that exactly like we thought it would
1: yeah opening up that spot for kyle bush to slide into the number eight uh car for the 2023 season uh tyler reddick will be going to the 45 which was piloted by uh uh, uh geez kurt Busch. <laughs> kurt Busch, obviously with his injuries not going to be racing or competing this season uh full time so uh tyler reddick jumps over there he did a little face or i think it was instagram live or something a little video and he had a monster energy fire suit on
0: that's interesting. Well, I guess it's not that interesting because he's in the Monster Energy car, right? Yeah, I mean, so the, I mean, that's that's kind of expected, I think.
1: Yeah, I for some reason I kind of forgot that Monster Energy was the primary sponsor of that forty-five car. <laughs> I've been looking at my Kurt Busch Kansas uh, Elite race win car too long, and I just kind of like forgot Monster Energy was there. Uh, obviously, when Ty Gibbs jumped in that car, you know, Monster Energy that was a perfect. Uh, perfect solution there uh, Obviously they sponsor Ty Gibbs so It makes sense I just uh, I don't Know why I just kind of thought that was Interesting but now that you said it and I say it Out loud it's like oh well duh You know I mean well Ty Gibbs is gonna Be monster too right
0: In the 54
1: so that has Not been announced but it's hmm. definitely heavily Rumored because monster energy has been His sponsor this entire time In NASCAR
0: Well that's so weird. Monster has two. I mean, they're a, they're affiliate teams, I guess, in a way, but yeah, two two completely different. Well, in in Xfinity, they're not affiliates, don't they have Don't they sponsor two different cars in Xfinity, but completely different even makes. So they yes they they were. Um, I think
1: it was two thousand twenty one, or uh, I'm sorry, twenty twenty two. Riley Herbst who races mm-hmm. the number ninety eight Ford Mustang for Stuart Haas Racing in the Xfinity. Series as well as Ty Gibbs who races for Joe Gibbs Racing in the number 54 Toyota
0: in Xfinity. So, well, completely
1: different manufacturers.
0: That's weird. Well, speaking of, it's off the wall. Just a quick little comment. Um, the 98 car, uh, what team is that in Xfinity? Stuart Haas Racing. Stuart Haas, okay. So, it has nothing to do with this. Um, Noah Gregson's car next year. Or yeah. this year, this this twenty twenty three season, yeah, that is a beautiful paint job.
1: Oh my goodness, isn't it?
0: It's, it's like the most old school looking paint job I have seen in a long time in NASCAR, and it looks good. That, and it's a Bass Pro sponsored car.
1: Are you talking about? So the number nine would be more of
0: Menards. Was it not I, Noah Grayson? I'm no. okay. I'm sorry. No, Josh you're fine. Barry. Josh Barry. Josh yes. Barry. I'm I'm sorry. It's same team, different number. Yes, exactly. Same team, uh, just teammates. Yeah, yeah. that the number Josh eight Barry. car.
1: Yes. That's the what I'm talking
0: eight. about. But God, it's beautiful.
1: It is it so is. beautiful. That race car is awesome looking.
0: But you know the car I was talking about. Even with it, with me talking about the wrong driver and everything, I,
1: as soon as you said Bass Pro Shop, I said I know exactly what he's mm-hmm. talking about, and that thing is beautiful.
0: I'm gonna have to put a picture on the uh, on the cover picture for this uh, episode, just so everybody can see what we're talking about.
1: Absolutely, and if if you like that paint scheme enough, you can actually go pre order that
0: diecast at LionelRacing.com right now. I'm probably gonna wait for it to hit Walmart when it's 64 scale, not gonna lie. Hey, I feel it's that. It's yeah. only five bucks when it hits Walmart. Heck yeah, why not? And not 120 something. <laughs> <laughs> if it's still only that. Yeah, I mean, for
1: sure. I totally get that for sure. <laughs> but speaking of 2311 racing, uh 2311 racing, as I said earlier, uh co-owned by michael jordan and denny hamlin denny hamlin about about an hour and a half ago before we started recording he made an announcement and denny hamlin announced that he has a new podcast coming out on dirty mo media which is the dale jr platform for social media and stuff what's what's your thoughts on that um what's it called it's called actions Detrimental.
0: Uh, You know, I'm not the biggest Hamlin fan. I'm not the biggest Indian Hamlin fan either. I feel like he's going to get himself in trouble. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) For sure. The name alone probably has NASCAR, like the big wigs at NASCAR kind of like, Hmm. I'm gonna take a look at this when it comes out. Yeah, and I wonder if
1: Joe Gibbs Racing knew anything about. I'm sure they did, but as soon as Denny Hamlin made or Dirty Mo Media made the tweet, Joe Gibbs Racing quote tweeted it with that like confused emoji, like "What is this?" So I'm (laughs) I'm I don't know. Like it's so weird. And the reason it's so weird is because uh, Denny Hamlin obviously drives and owns Toyotas in NASCAR. Dale Jr. is a Chevy inf- uh, affiliate his whole career. I don't think that has much to do with it. But either. at the same time, you know, back in the day, that was kind of a no, like you couldn't really do that.
0: I think it's more, I don't know. I just feel like what kind of conversation is he going to have he's i mean he's going to be airing out all his grievances sure Uh, the name alone uh just tells me exactly what he's going to be talking about exactly how how much he hates everything that's going on that's pretty much what the podcast is going to be about right i mean especially as outspoken he is, as he has been, I really feel like he's going to get himself in a lot of trouble. Hey, you know what? Couldn't happen to a better person. I know. I know. <laughs> I wonder what the first topic would be. Oh,
1: you know what? Jeez, <laughs>
0: I'm
1: not sure.
0: I have no How idea. amazing that wall ride was. That's how it is. Now he you... got completely beat.
1: <laughs> did you uh, happen to hear, or did you see that tweet, the little video cameo thing? No, I don't think so. So, it's very weird it kind of starts off with like a like an a empty chair almost like Tim out of chair shots um, uh, cover not cover art mm-hmm. but like the cover of his podcast kind of look like that um, And then like you hear like um, the commentators, Dale Jr and all the you know the color commentators saying something about oh he's got you twice now and you know kind of referencing the Ross Chastain situation. So, you know, I understand where you're going. I'm right there with you. I 100% feel like that will be a very big discussion. But I'm very excited to hear, and it's expected to drop February of 2023.
0: If he had the gumption, I'll say, to get Ross Chastain as his first guest, I'll have more respect for him. Oh, how Fun would that be he won't do it oh no not a chance no he's too scared of that <laughs> no
1: no no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> like you are absolutely right i don't think he i don't think he will i don't think he that's uh i'll tell you what if if Ross chastain is a special guest on that podcast at all not just the first 10 episodes just at all I think I'd have a lot more respect for Hamlin, but I wanna hear what he has to say. Cause I feel a, a lot like you, I feel like he's gonna air a lot of grievances. I feel like NASCAR's ears have perked and he's gonna have a lot of eyes and ears on him when
0: this podcast drops. I'll have to hear it secondhand because I don't want to contribute to his downloads unless Ross Chess angles. <laughs>
1: Yeah, hey, I'll I'll tell you all about it. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what else I'll tell you about?
0: Hmm.
1: Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush also made some headlines. He has a new sponsor. As of, I think, earlier today, I woke up. First thing I saw on my phone was Kyle Bush has a new sponsor, and it's Net Speed.
0: Sorry, NetSpin. Kind uh, of a uh, nice energy drink-looking car, isn't it?
1: Very much yeah. so.
0: bit of a throwback look to him because he used to drive that Noss energy orange and blue paint scheme and this is pretty similar
1: very similar yeah what do you know what net spend is no
0: clue i don't either i
1: want to say it's like um, it's like something with the internet oh see i thought it was like a prepaid debit card that you get from walmart i know those are like green dot or whatever Hmm. i thought it was something like that but i
0: I don't know. I'm going to have to do some research. I don't know half the sponsors in NASCAR anymore. It isn't like I can go down and pick all these sponsors out off the shelf at Walmart anymore. You know, it used to be that way, but you can't do that anymore. Now it's all technology corporations and behind the scenes stuff. It's like, it's like corporations that fund different things. Right. That you don't, you can't tell just based off what you're looking at on the, the car like nobody would ever know this, but for some reason they feel like they need to put that name all over a car. I Somebody, something that like the normal person, like me and you would have no need for the normal people that watch NASCAR. Right. They, they put these names all over these cars and we have no idea and we're never going to use them. So it's like, I'd rather just have Haviland back, you know?
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. So my question is, I wonder how embarrassed joe gibbs racing is because the whole storyline of 2022 was oh we can't find any sponsors for kyle bush and look at him now he he literally is all filled up like he has at this point i feel like he has to turn away companies that want to sponsor him because he has so many
0: well i don't feel like he's embarrassed as much as it's just he's just been outed Right. No, like, well, that's true. He didn't he didn't want Calbush back. I mean he wanted his his grandson in there. He didn't want Calbush back. Just straight up. Calbush is right. gonna cost him too much money. He could he could save so much money by just putting his blood in there. Yeah. You know, so he's just like, Oh no, I can't find sponsors. Yeah, he's not willing to fork over a contract either. And that's his deal. He can blame it on sponsors all he wants to, but in the end, he just didn't want to pay the man right
1: absolutely i totally agree i just i I don't know i would just oh i don't know it's such a bad look i feel like for jugular tracing and everybody in the you know not everybody in the toyota family but man that's i just wish they would have been a little bit more honest and up front with you know us fans and you know or whatever as if we deserve an answer like we don't like whatever (laughs) but it's like man just be honest you know just say hey listen you know, got to get Ty Gibbs in there because if he's the future of Joe Gibbs racing, which I totally agree with, you know, you have Truex Jr., which I believe this is his last season, possibly. He hasn't actually said that yet. Uh You have Denny Hamlin, who, I mean, he's doing a great job keeping, you know, 2311 going as well as keeping, you know, being competitive in the number 11 car for Joe Gibbs racing. But I mean, come on you know got to get Ty in the Ty gibbs in there because the longer he's not in there the farther he's gonna fall behind
0: yeah joe gibbs racing is gonna look a lot different in about three or four years oh my goodness yes at least half of it will before we get going on to because we have more news dude goodness so much more yeah. yeah before we get going on um I want to give a uh, shout out real quick to the uh, commercials we have coming up, the two podcast commercials. So uh, before that, I want to uh, mention SkinnyMixes.com one time, at least during this uh, podcast. Absolutely. We have a code with them. SkinnyMixes.com is a place where you can go and get your sugar-free syrups for cocktails, mocktails, and um, coffees as well. Like me personally right now, I actually have a salted caramel syrup inside of a Coke Zero. Ooh. and That's what I'm drinking right now, a salted caramel Coke Zero, just because I'm weird and I do that kind of stuff. So my wife's always drinking the pumpkin spice syrups right now because we stocked up on it in the fall. You know, they went on clearance and she got like six bottles of it. It's like I'm at least going to spring with them, you know. Heck yeah. So I want to invite everybody to go to SkinnyMixers.com. Check out their their merchandise, the uh, I say merchandise. Their accessories and their syrups, because you can also buy the pumps that go on top of the bottles, where you can actually instead of just pouring, you can actually put pumps of syrup into your your beverages and stuff. Nice. So go to Skymixes.com, check out their stuff. Use the code Marbles. That's M-A-R-B-L-E-S, Marbles, and you will get ten percent off your first order. Boom. The following announcement has been paid for by the Pulling Up a Chair podcast.
1: Tim here, host of the Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shop podcast. If you're a fan of wrestling figures and the artists that take them to the next
0: level, then I've got a favor to ask of you. Come check out my podcast, Pulling Up a Chair. Each episode, I sit down and talk to figure customizers,
1: figure photographers, set builders, figure collectors podcasters and even pro wrestlers just search out pulling up a chair with a chair shot wherever you get your podcasts and i hope you'll join me next time right here on pulling up a chair
0: so how do you make a commercial about something so random i don't know you make it pretty random that's right. So if you enjoy lots of random stuff like food or top fives. Random facts. Dirty facts. I try to keep them clean. She tries. Uh, but come listen to Tales from the Estate. We have lots of fun. We try to drop shows every week. Try. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. The kids are the kids are a bear. They are. Uh, but yeah, come listen. Thanks. Thanks. Bye.
1: So, other news in NASCAR, Jimmy Johnson. Let's talk about that for a second. So, a couple of weeks ago, we found out that Jimmy Johnson wants to come back to NASCAR. He purchased uh, a buy-in with uh, GMS Petty, or uh, Petty well, G- uh, sorry, Petty GMS. I'm just well, <laughs> my bad.
0: I mean, not anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, so that's yeah. That's
0: that's the best. let with that. Let's start with that. Okay. So
1: when it was announced that jimmy johnson uh had a buy-in with uh, gms uh, gosh petty gms Just
0: petty, petty. Just say petty
1: petty petty uh so everybody was wondering what his number was going to be obviously you have the the iconic 42 that was driven by lee petty you have the absolute legendary 43 that was driven by richard petty what was going to be jimmy johnson's number everybody thought maybe 44. You know something like I that heard
0: 49 also because you took seven-time champion petty and seven-time champion Johnson and multiplies them together
1: Yes, I th- I heard that as well. Yeah, all of those make sense However, he announced that his race number For the I think he has five races that he's gonna try He's gonna be driving the number 84 which obviously Jimmy Johnson's legendary uh five-time or seven-time championships all came in the number 48 so 84 is just reversed. Um what do what do you think about that? I don't like it. I don't like it either.
0: Yeah, at all. I, I feel like it needs to be a 40s number. Is there a 40 in NASCAR right now that I'm not thinking of? Uh
1: so we have 42, 43 uh f- let's see. Oh man. Uh
0: There's a 45 I know. Four,
1: yeah, 45.
0: I want to say there's a there's a 48. Obviously, there's no 40, right? There is no 40. 40 is a petty number, right? Pete Hamilton drove the 40 car, yeah. And that and that that was a Superbird back in the 70s. That is a 40. I mean, the 40 is a petty number because Pete Hamilton drove petty, right? I why well, can't why can't he just be forty? Because it's already in the family numbers. Or you know, like 41's obviously
1: already taken mm-hmm. by uh, Ryan Priest.
0: Yeah, I think he's in the forty-one next this year. I'm like, he, I keep saying next year, this year.
1: Yeah, I I, I forgot his name for a minute. I was mm-hmm. thinking of Damian <laughs> Priest, and I was like, wait a minute. No, that's not it. I don't even watch wrestling. What am I doing? Uh, you know, but I thought forty-four would be a perfect number. You know, he's right in the middle, but. Whatever, uh, that actually wasn't the biggest news out of Jimmy Johnson. He announced that 84 is going to be his number, but he announced that he's changing the name of Petty Enterprises, Petty GMS, you know, the whole thing. Now it's going to be referred to as Legacy Motor Club. (laughs) I have been dying to know what your thoughts are because. I feel like you and I are on the exact same page, on the exact same chapter of this. I, what's your
0: thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are a bunch of old, gray-headed people in Corvettes um, meeting once a month. You know, to ride down the ride down the beach or something, and that's what they, their t-shirts say: Legacy Motor Club. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's it. I, it sounds like a snooty car club that you have to be invited to for old people. Yeah, I. You know, get the rascal yeah. out the back. We go into the <laughs> the legacy motor club.
1: I. I just don't. Mm. So I understand what he was going for, but man, I think that that was a miss, a big miss.
0: It, you know. I. F- it's the motor club part. Like yeah. The legacy part isn't that bad. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, it's Petty and Johnson. Just call them legacy. I mean, I think it's taken a wrestling somewhere, but yeah. just call them legacy. Legacy Motorsports. Yes. I fixed it. There you go. I fixed it. I'm just some, some dumb redneck from South Alabama, and I just made it sound 100 times better than Legacy Auto Club. Motor Club, yeah. Motor it's, Club. I'm sorry. It doesn't, it's just stupid.
1: Auto Club would have been better too. Like, I well, mean, that's
0: second by California, I think. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> Legacy Motor Club. What do you Mate, think? Legacy Motor Sports is fine. You're right.
1: I mean, <sighs> oh, there's Jimmy oh. Johnson driving that 84 LMC. What? Like, what are you, Legacy Motor Club? I'm, I don't Sponsored know. By it's by
0: Carvana.
1: Uh, is that what it is?
0: Yes, it's a Carvana sponsorship.
1: Oh, man. Okay, it just, well... It
0: sounds even more snooty.
1: It does. It really, really does <laughs> sound like it's just the snootiest of all race teams.
0: It does. It's like all their all their shirts are not going to have any pictures of cars on them. It's just going to be like black shirts with gold font. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's... Oh, man. It's, it's rough. Like, I... Ooh, zero out of 10. Do not recommend. I just don't. I don't know. It's going to take a long, long, long time to get used to it. But t- speaking of snooty, did you hear Kyle Larson announced that he is going to participate in the 2024 Indianapolis 500?
0: So he announced that he's doing the double a yes. year and a half before he's actually gonna do it. Yeah. That's uh okay. I feel like he could have sat on that a little bit. For sure. (laughs) I also feel like he probably should try for this year. I you know what is 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 there a reason why he's not doing it this year? I
1: I honestly don't know. I I mean why for one, can we even call it the double? Because I mean we just got the twenty twenty three cup schedule like like two months ago. How do we know that the Coke 600 is going to be raced on, you know, Indianapolis with all the changes in the schedule?
0: Well, it's typically, I mean, I've never known it to not be on the same day. I've always known it, in my entire life, it's been on the same day. It's a Memorial Day, like that Sunday, it's a, it's a Memorial Day tradition, right? R- right. I mean, it definitely is, but like with all the changes in the schedules
1: and stuff with cup series like how i mean i
0: do if they move that race off of the indy 500 day it would be like moving the daytona 500 to like the third or fourth race of here
1: yeah that's that's very
0: you would have pitchforks flying
1: yeah that's you you
0: really would i mean it's one thing when they move the july race at daytona to a playoff race or they moved uh you know the southern 500 for a little bit Uh, i think now labor day is atlanta i think now right when they used to be darlington i believe so it's one thing when they did that because at one point they were just trying to keep darlington just to see if they could stay on the schedule and now they've got a retro weekend there and you know the other one is kind of like a pseudo throwback weekend in a way because you have Mm -hmm. some people do some things but so you have like the big race there and the throwback weekend, which I kind of actually have grown to like the throwback weekend better than the Southern 500. Yeah. I think they would just, it'd be awful for NASCAR. If they moved that race of all races, because I mean, that's the thing. It's 1100 miles of racing in one day. Yeah.
1: 600 laps, 1100 miles. Like that's, and don't get me wrong.
0: 600 miles. I don't know how many laps that is, but it's 500 miles at Indy and 600 miles at, uh, at Charlotte. I don't know how many, how many laps they run at Charlotte with 600 miles, uh, 400. It really is
1: 600 laps. It's No, it's 600 miles.
0: Yeah. But 400 laps at Charlotte plus 200 laps at Indy. Yeah. You really have 600 laps between two races. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you didn't just pull that out your butt. You know, you're
1: talking about, huh? Oh, I have no. So, as soon as I heard about this, I immediately started doing my research. And that's remember, do you remember last last week when you did that that game? You mm-hmm. know, what what's my name again? So, I have some trivia
0: questions for you, sir. If it comes to Indy, I'm
1: <laughs> No, it's not it has nothing to do with Indy. I mean it does, but uh, I'm sure nothing... it
0: does. We're talking about Kyle Larson.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, Kyle Larson in 2024 is going to try to attempt to win both the Indianapolis 500 Coke 600 in the same day. He mm-hmm. will be the fifth driver in NASCAR history to try to do this. The, what's called the double. So he's going to race the 200, uh, 200 laps at Indianapolis in an Indy car. Jump on a, on a private jet and jet all the way to Charlotte, North Carolina in time to change his fire suit and head to the grid and go 600 miles at charlotte in hopes to win that one can you name me the other four drivers who have attempted and the year that they did it
0: not the year i can't do the year but i can probably name the other four drivers all right let's hear it i know john andretti tried it yes he did i know i thought that was a mid-90s thing i know tony stewart's tried it twice Yes, and his second attempt was much better. I think he's the only one to finish in the top five in both races. Yes, so
1: uh, he tried. Tony Stewart raced it. The raced both of them in nineteen ninety nine, and then again in two thousand one. Two thousand one is what you're uh, referring to. In the five hundred, he raced for Chip Ganassi Racing. Finished sixth, jumped on a plane, drove okay. to not or, top five then. Yeah, and then he finished third in the Coke six hundred, which is. Uh, Unbelievable.
0: I want to say Robbie Gordon tried it. He did it five times. Five times. Wow. I don't know why I don't remember a single finish of his in either one of those two races, but I just know that he did at least once. And he was just, I guess he just went memorable.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm, I could tell you where he finished in all five of those races.
0: Did he compete at all?
1: So, And So the first time Robbie Gordon tried this was in 1997. He finished 29th in the Indianapolis 500, and then he actually wrecked halfway through the Coke 600, 600, finishing 41st. The second time he tried it was in 2000. He finished, actually finished 6th in the Indy 500, and then went on to... Uh, I think he blew a motor with eleven laps ago in the uh, Coke 600. He finished in 35th. The uh, what was that third time he tried was in 2002, where he finished eighth in the 500, and finished 16th in the uh,
0: Coke so 600. I don't even remember what
1: what number was I on four.
0: I don't. I, I think that was the fourth.
1: And then uh he he did it 20 oh my goodness 2000, 2002 2003 2004 in 2004 he finished 29th in the Coke or I'm sorry 29th in the Indy 500 and 20th in the Coke 600 so not very memorable at all no. besides the sixth place finish in the Indy 500
0: Tony was like the only one I know of that's had a real shot to win both Yes like a legit top 6 in both both races that's You had a shot to win it. Absolutely. Um, John Andre was the first one to do it, correct? Yes, 1994. Okay. I was trying to think of the, the, the last person. Like I know there's plenty of drivers that did both of them, but not the same day. Because back in the day, that was a little more impossible to do. Right. Like Donnie Allison drove the Daytona, I mean the Indy 500, you know, some. But he didn't do that in the same day. Right. Um, I think Janet Guthrie was another one. Let's see. Is it Kurt Busch? Kurt Busch, yeah. There you go.
1: 2014. He actually. He
0: was the only one I was iffy about because I didn't know if he had attempted the Coke 600. I remember he attempted the Indy 500, but I didn't know if he had something going on where he didn't attempt the Coke 600.
1: Yeah. So in 2014, he actually finished sixth in the Indy 500 and then he. It looked like he wrecked on lap 271 of the Coke 600, finishing 40th. Hmm. Now, my question is for you, out of all four of those drivers, well, I think I already answered this. Who do you think had the best finish?
0: Well, yeah, I said it before. Yeah, you know, before we you even started going through the stats, like I remember Tony Stewart did the best of all of them as far as like Overall, between the two performances. Right. I mean, he's the only one that finished in top six in both of them.
1: Absolutely. So, let me, re, let me re-ask this question. Uh, out of the NASCAR drivers, who had the best finish in the
0: Indy 500? Well, you just went through it. Was it Robbie Gordon? Yes.
1: But, it was actually a three-way tie. Robbie Gordon... Tony Stewart, Kurt Busch all finished
0: sixth. Yeah, I thought you had said Robbie finished sixth, but it was like, well, Tony finished sixth. And then you just got finished saying Kurt finished finished sixth. So yeah. How come they can't get past six? You think do you think Kyle Larson's gonna beat that? No, not a chance. He's got a year and a half to practice at IndyCar. I mean, yeah, but between his
1: dirt racing and you know, NASCAR Cup schedule, I don't I don't know. I think uh I don't see him. I don't see him doing well. well
0: I say this: Kyle Larson is the most Tony Stewart like driver that we've had since Tony Stewart.
1: Absolutely,
0: one hundred percent. I I feel like he probably could compete as long as he as long as he got the right equipment under him and he got it dialed in the way he needs to. I feel like he could compete. Of all the people in NASCAR that could do it, yeah. I, I don't know how you felt, but I never really took Jimmy Johnson as a IndyCar car driver seriously.
1: Oh no, never.
0: Like even when before he was going over there, I was like, oh, that's not gonna work.
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: But there's some drivers you look at, you're like, that could work. You know, Robbie Gordon was one of them. Um, Tony Stewart definitely one of them because he came from open wheel over to NASCAR. And Kyle Larson can drive anything. I feel like Kyle Larson could work yeah i i hope i'm wrong i hope
1: kyle larson goes out and wins the indy 500 so it'll get more you know a lot more publicity for nascar as well as as well as uh indy indy car racing i i just for some reason i just don't i don't see it i don't know i just don't see it happening but i hope i'm wrong you're we're a year and a half away from it yeah so he has plenty of time to (laughs) get that together but that's not even the biggest news the main event of all the news, in my opinion, Frankie Muniz is going to race full time in the NASCAR ARCA series this year.
0: Did you know he was an, a race car driver? Yes, I did. did. Know. Yeah, I I knew it. But if anybody doesn't, doesn't know quite who that is, that's uh, Malcolm in the middle. Yes. Pretty much. I mean, that's, I don't know. I don't watch that show. It, I guess he's the middle. He's Malcolm, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, Malcolm in the middle. I, I assume that was him. But yeah, God, how old is he now? He's got to be in his 40s, right? I believe he's, I want to say he's late 30s. Really? Because he was a kid walking around in the 2001 Day 2500 on Pitt Road and, uh, uh, riding the pace car too, I believe. And he got to meet Dale Earnhardt and all that before that you know before that race started and he's always been a big race car fan like a big i don't know NASCAR specifically but he's always been a big racing fan yes and yeah I've heard things like okay well in the last 10 years or so I've seen little stories like oh yeah he's racing you know like he's in late models or something like that he's he's just trying to you know ha- he's having fun and so I was just, okay cool he's having fun he's doing what he wants to do neat Then all of a sudden, now he's going to be in a NASCAR-owned series and running full-time. Like That's interesting. Very interesting. I wonder what's going to come out of that. Do you think he's going to flounder, or do you think he's going to be stellar? I think he'll be mid-pack. I do, too. I mean, I don't think he's going to go out there and win every race. I mean, he might compete. Some, you know, I mean, you know, Arca runs all sorts of tracks You know, I mean, I don't know how much dirt experience he's got But they got they race on dirt and then they race yeah. on a lot of those little tiny tracks that the late miles race on And then you have the wild card races like Talladega and daytona.
1: Sure. Yeah
0: Arca, Arca's got the most interesting schedule. I, I it, love Arca yeah. I, I did but I mean now I think the racing's crap, but I loved Arca when I was a kid because they were just all over the place. They would I, do everything,
1: right? I feel like it's either Frankie Muniz is either going to be the Danica Patrick of the Arca series, or he's gonna he's gonna surprise a lot of people because he does have you know experience behind the wheel. He has way more experience than what Travis Pastrana does.
0: Yes, he does. You know, a lot so more. as far as this this form of racing goes, yes, yeah, stock cars, yeah. Um, have you seen the cars that they're running this year with the, yes. uh, the flare on the bottom of the nose like that? The, the valence?
1: Oh, I have, I sure have. Well, what
0: do you think? That thing is ugly, ugly, ugly. Oh, you think NASCAR, since they own ArcaNel, do you think they, they're using that class to kind of test things? Absolutely. You think we might see that in the Cup Series coming up?
1: <laughs> well, I just saw a picture, and I, now I can't remember if it was – I don't know if it was one of Kyle Busch's cars. I think it was uh, – I think I was looking at that net net spin paint scheme of Kyle Busch's, and like the front valence looks like it's way bigger than it was last year.
0: The, the valence on the Arca cars looks like it's sticking out 10 inches.
1: Oh my goodness! I don't know how you're gonna bump draft. You're not. Oh my
0: goodness! I mean, you, you'd cut the rear tires.
1: It's yeah. Sticking out <laughs> I mean, God, man, that thing is wicked.
0: Not good. I I don't hate it, but it doesn't. It doesn't look like a like a. It doesn't look like an Arca car. Just, you know, it's yeah. I mean, Arca's using their own style of body. And I think Five Star Bodies is supplying them. I could be wrong about that because I see it pop up on my Facebook all the time because, you know, I follow the, you know, the parts and pieces and stuff with the, uh, the local tracks and Five Star Bodies keeps popping up in there because I've ordered from them a couple of times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I want to say they're supplying the bodies to darker Cars. I'm not sure about that, but they keep posting pictures of ARCA cars on there. It's like, okay, well, maybe they at least have the body types right? Or maybe some of these pro series that are running, like, maybe the east to west or north and south, whatever ARCA series they have going on. But it's different. It really is different. Like, not in a good way. Yeah. I don't think, but it's, it's different. Yeah. I just, it's you just gotta different. see a picture of it. To really understand it, it, it's, it reminds me of like a dirt late model in a way, the way it's kicked out. But I don't know. It almost reminds me of like a grand damn car too. Like something from the Rolex 24, like the real expensive cars from the Rolex 24, the prototypes. Yeah, I that's, can see that. Yeah, that's kind of what the front end reminds me of because it sticks. It's flat. And it it's straight out like 10 inches from the nose of the car. It's just insane looking.
1: Yeah. I'm uh, zero out of 10. Do not, not a big fan of that, but hopefully it's just because it's Daytona. I remember, yeah, back, maybe. you know, like back, uh, I want to say like 2002, 2003, when they went to the super speedways, the front ends, because I, I don't know why even on street cars, like the front end of the vehicle is everything to me. Um, uh, you know it's just especially like xfinity cars cup cars the front end of the race car is just for some reason i'm just super into what that looks like so i've noticed that like back in like 2003 2002 uh all the front ends of the race cars looked so weird like Mm -hmm. it was almost like it was bulkier in a way and I think that it was just because it was Daytona and Talladega, but then they would go the next, you know, the next race was Rockingham or Atlanta and it looked normal. So I'm hoping that this front valence is just a Daytona thing. And once they, you know, get to Kansas Speedway and, uh, you know, wherever else they're going, because I don't even know where they go, uh, you know, hopefully it'll look a little bit better. But I mean, overall, I'm, I guess I'm kind of... I'm excited to see what Frankie Muniz can do in, you know, NASCAR, um, or, well, the ARCA series. I think, uh, it'll, obviously it'll bring a lot more, well, I, I wouldn't say it would bring a lot more fans, but like, I think a lot more people are going to tune into ARCA series just to see how he does.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe at first anyway, maybe at first. I mean, I I watch the big ones anyway. I I always tend to record Daytona and Talladega whenever I see them in the Arca series. So I'm not watching Pocono or nothing, you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Especially if they have that front end. Imagine a Pocono or Arca race because sometimes they only have like, what, 18, 20 cars. Yeah. You know, just Arca used to be so good. Yeah. I don't know what happened to Arca. We should uh, get rid of Arca and bring back IROC. That's kind of what SRX is in a way, isn't it? Kinda. Yeah, I would. Say, well, I mean, yeah, I would say so. It's it's fairly similar. Fairly. Did you like IROC? Um, I so I don't remember much of it. I remember yeah, they closed down before you like they closed shop. I don't even know what year, but it was early two thousands. Yeah. You know, I got to watch an Iraq race in person. Did you? Yeah. Talladega? Yes. In wow. uh, 1995, my first race, the ARCA race was there and Mike Wallace won. And wow. then right after that was the Iraq race. You'll never guess who won the Talladega 1995 Iraq race without looking it up.
1: Frank Kaminez.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Steve Kinser. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. World of Outlaws fame. Steve Kincer, He won that race that I was at. Probably the only race he ever won in a stock car. That is I fantastic. <laughs> Isn't that so random? That is awesome. That's what Talladega do. That's why I think if you're going to see Frankie Muniz do anything, it's going to be at Daytona or Talladega.
1: For sure. Yeah.
0: Dude, I think that's gonna do it for the show. We have been an hour on news, man. I I figured I
1: figured it was gonna probably take the whole episode. We can hit your uh, secret question next week. So
0: yeah, let's do that.
1: Live a, another week in agony of wondering what the secret question is.
0: Uh huh. The uh man, we're in it. We're in it now. Yes, we are. It's, it's rolling. It started last week and it's rolling. It seems like every other day there's something happening absolutely i cannot uh, we got arca cars on daytona testing that crazy front end package and we got cup cars testing on road courses for some reason we got sponsors being announced we got new team names coming up new 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 numbers being shown people announcing retirements people announcing races for next year just new names coming in that we haven't heard of in 12 years they have no business being there but they're there just
1: Man, it's just happening. Man, somebody needs to tell everybody that it's the off season and we don't have any material for our <laughs> podcast. Man, I'll tell you, I can't wait to uh hit the you know where we end the recording and then just have my Twitter and Facebook flooded with all this new information. You know, so yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see what what's gonna happen in the next seven days.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. As soon as we, we we close this, before I go to bed, I'll find some crazy news story. Yeah. I was like, "Crap, we, we should we should talk about that." Oh man, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened last week. I think that was exactly when the eighty four was announced. Yep, was it like was. the minute we got done recording. I looked on Twitter. I think it was. I think it was the next morning. Yeah, I was like, "Goodness, we can't win for losing." But anyway, that's gonna do it for the show. I uh, want to thank the podcast drafting partners real quick just give them a shout out real quick uh fully poseable wrestling figure podcast drunk wrestling history doing a favor positively pro wrestling podcast howling with a wolf with jason wolf and uh his really really cool chop shop love uh love all the custom figures he does magic and a mouse a really cool disney world podcast which you know i'm interested in it's coming up absolutely i mean disney was the first trip we planned daytona was planned because we were there right you know when that was happening and disney world is an hour and 15 minutes away from daytona so you're like yes this is we're doing the double (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah you are did you hear the did you see that facebook thing that uh rant with ant put on about the the podcast no Magic of the Mouse. So they he made a uh, Facebook account, uh, Facebook post, and I'm friends with him on Facebook. I'm sure you are too, uh, mm-hmm. where it said something about how Magic of the Magic in the Mouse is going to try to not step away, but kind of go away from podcasting, and they're going to focus more from uh, Magic in the Mouse on TikTok. Okay, I don't know if that means that they're not going to do podcast episodes or what maybe just kind well,
0: of a bi-weekly thing they, they yeah. like the uh, video because they've had they have a youtube presence too for sure yeah absolutely and, i mean i've been more in the instagram lately yeah i mean i don't you know haven't. why i've just picked that up all of a sudden but i am i'm picking it up and i'm playing with it and i'm like that's 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 kind of fun to put together all these little disney reels and stuff on uh instagram and i, I even threw a couple of uh in the marbles reels on there from taylor yes, yeah absolutely so, you know i'm I'm learning it i don't i'm not fluent in it by no means but i'm learning it a little bit i don't know i've watched some of
1: those videos and those are really good like your timing is really really good on those videos i think you should i think you should look into making tiktoks
0: some i'll fully admit some of it's accidental (laughs) Yeah, you know how that works. Like oh, it just yeah. the, like the audio just goes perfectly. Like that one with my little girl with the backpack. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, she turns around exactly like she's saying the last line. Oh, I love and it and moves her shoulder and everything with it. I'm like, yeah, I I didn't even mean for that to happen that perfectly, but it did. So that's that's fantastic. Cool. Uh, check me out on Instagram if you want to see um, any type of Disney content or. I mean, I got one wrestling thing up there and one keto thing up there. But other than that, it's pretty much Disney World content. And there's going to be a lot more of it here in the next month or so. Absolutely. Um, for sure. Soda Hunter Kevin. That's my Instagram. Anyway. So, it's Soda Hunter Kevin, right? Yeah, uh, Soda underscore Hunter underscore Kevin, I believe. Oh,
1: there you go. Perfect.
0: I believe that's it. I don't know. I just, I think that's it. Just look me. you will find me. Yeah, you'll find me if you if you follow any of my friends and my friends follow you. I mean, I'm sure I'm in common, you know, common friends thing. I'm, I'm it's, it's fine. You'll find me.
1: I don't know. I don't know if you go to Instagram and type in Soda Hunter. I'm very, very confident that there's probably only one Soda Hunter. <laughs> but if, if you there's can't, more than one, I'm
0: the one with Kevin behind it.
1: Yeah, if you cannot, if you absolutely cannot find Soda Hunter on Instagram, you go over to in the Marbles Pod on Instagram, and whatever uh, posts that he that you post on there, I always put on our story. So if you go to our story, you'll always you'll see Soda Hunter's uh, post, and you can find his profile that way as well.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, who you got for podcast checking partner, scene? Yeah, as always, we have Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Dropping every Sunday. Uh, go back and listen to the archives of You Know It's Fake Right. Uh, hopefully, dropping soon. It'll be Saturday morning, Rumble Wheel. Uh, always t- uh, TV Toy Cast with Brian Breaker and Travis Fowler. Uh, the legendary Bill Benis has no holds barred with Bill Benis. Of course, you heard him earlier Tales from the Estate with Drew and Caitlin Vinsel. Uh, also, you heard him earlier Pulling Up a Chair with our friend Tim at A Chair Shop Podcast. Uh, Lionel Racing, the official diecast producer of NASCAR, and go check out Lionel Racing's podcast, "Authenticated: The Diecast Collectors Podcast." And that is all I got.
0: Um, <clears throat> in the future, you're not going to put Denny Hamlin's podcast on there. Just saying.
1: oh no, no. Oh.
0: we'll <laughs> talk about it, but not on the role, not in the drafting partners. Uh, if anybody is, is on that list that we just we just mentioned between Ethan and I. Uh, if you want to put together a commercial, we will play it in our show somewhere. I mean, we absolutely will. We will do that for the people on this list. Now, if you're not on this list, you want know, you mean you, you get a little money over here. We'll we'll put <laughs> you on there somewhere too. But the people on this list, I mean, if you feel up to it and you want to throw a little commercial together, a little thirty second, whatever, that's cool. Do it. Just make it family friendly so we can play it and have all our you know kids listen to it without having any problems with it. And you're good to go. We, we'll, we'll put that in there. It's, it'll be fun. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's show. Please rate and review. Follow us on all the social media accounts, Twitter and Instagram at in the marbles pod. And you can find us on Facebook. Just search in the marbles with soda and Ethan. You can also email the show at in the at gmail.com. You can go to whatamaneuver.net, Click the top left tab, uh, search by store, scroll down to in the marbles and you'll find our t-shirts, which is a great way to support the show. And another great way to support the show is go to skinnymixes.com, find something you like. I'm sure you're going to find something on there you like. Use the code MARBLES to get 10% off your first order. With that, you got anything you want to add? As always, peace, love, all the above. And we'll see you next time in the Marbles.